It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, this is Henry Chadwick, and you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus podcast. Good enough for me. You are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. You are on the air officially. We've got uh, Miss Katie Simone and uh, uh, Lou Lombardi, aka Ludini, here. Katie, welcome back. How are you? Hi, everybody. I'm good. It seems like forever since uh, I've seen you. I know. It, it, it's been a while. Been a long time since we rock and rolled, right? It has a long, lonely, 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 lonely time. Um, so last, the last time, uh, Katie was here, we, uh, ended up having a pretty good soiree afterwards, yeah, sitting, and, sitting and listening to a bunch of music and, uh, uh, uh I introduced you to Wesley Willis. Yeah. Wesley Willis. And, <laughs> and I introduced some great David Allen Coe material. Yes. And I introduced you to John Volby. <laughs> yes, you did. So. And my life is, it has not been the same. <laughs> I'm scarred. Uh, <laughs> David Allen Coe, man. He's got. I looked that up. It's he's got uh, like d- uh, dirty songs or something like that. Yeah. Volume one and volume two or yes. something. And they're literally like just like <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, like you know, like it's like it's like uh, you know, eleven uh, year old. You know, just as you're starting to discover, you know, <laughs> you know, swear words, swear words and, and stuff. It's like that. Hum- <laughs> it's that kind of humor. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the only reason I ever got hip to uh, David Allen Coe's really dirty stuff. Um, uh, my first boyfriend had a friend who um, had like a camp spot like out in the middle of nowhere and he loved that record so we'd go up there and get underage drunk and underage high and listen to <laughs> and burn couches and listen to David Allen Coe's dirty records and I mean I, I grew up in a trailer park I guess you can take the girl really? out of the trailer park but you can't take the trailer park out of the girl so <laughs> um, oh my yeah that's that's um, how that happened yeah, 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I discovered I actually saw John Volby live. Yeah. And uh, it was this, there was this uh, singer that I was in a band with I was really in love with. And she was a big John Volby fan. It turned out some of the other guys in the band knew about John Volby too. And so she converted me. <laughs> and um, so we, uh, so eventually he came to Pittsburgh and we went to, what, what, with the funny bone? Yeah, the funny bone. The funny bone. We went to the funny bone. Is that place still around anymore? No, I'm not sure if it's down there. And I was down there in Station Square. Yeah. So, as you're listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, uh, Miss Katie Simone uh, is my co-pilot uh, these days, and uh, my name is uh, Lou Lombardi, aka Ludini. You can go to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com for all your Ludini needs. Uh, every Tuesday and Thursday are new interviews, and every Saturday there's a brand new podcast, music podcast with a. The, these uh, uh, the, uh, us two uh, handsome folks here, where we play a lot of the bands that uh, you know we're trying to get out there to you and let you hear about, the, including this band here. This is a band that um, I got to interview recently. Uh, Alex Band's Bad Business. What an album cover! <laughs> Uh, the single that uh, we're going to play here in a little bit is called Velocirapture, <laughs> Clever Girl Remix. And uh, you guys are going to like It's a lot of fun. Uh, these guys are really crazy. Did, I tagged you. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, these guys do a um, uh, a little... Uh, they, they produced a web, web, web... Four webisodes of a sitcom called Bad Business. Oh, really? And, yeah. And it's like The Office, except they're a rock band. Oh, it's really funny. It's absolutely hilarious. I highly recommend recommend that you guys go to YouTube and check it out. I mean, it's and it's really well filmed. Like it looks like a TV show. I mean, it's short. Each episode is like five, six minutes, something like yeah. that. They're real short, but it's 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 really funny. It's good stuff. So yeah, so that's uh, that's our going to be our sort of yeah, background music for this uh, for this today's show is uh, is uh, Alex Van's Bad Business American uh, by American Volume One. Um, you can check them out at alexvansmusic.com. Uh, so you know, well, like I said, we're gonna hit we're gonna play Velocirapture in a little bit here. But uh, uh, let me uh, talk to you guys. Let me tell you guys about my uh, my wonderful sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live, pplmag.com, Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, and online community magazine. It's also a business directory where you can uh, get uh, all kind of uh, great articles and coupons and uh, watch videos and listen to great audio podcasts like this one. Uh, if you are so inclined, you've got Wares to Pedal. It's a place where you can start your own magazine page and upload your own amazing content. Uh, so it's a great place. I mean, there's uh, anything from health and fitness to, to business to finance to just, you know, household stuff, you know, any kind of tips you need. There's a lot of great information there. Um, and they are uh, and we are the only rock and roll uh, show there, so uh, we're pretty proud of that. That's pplmag.com. I have to say I'm very impressed with your um, pronunciation of the word coupon because every Pittsburgher I know says coupon with it, like coupon, like Cupid. I it's Is it? I, am I saying it correctly? I think you are. I think that's how people who don't live in Pittsburgh pronounce it, so... Mm. Golf clap. Golf clap. Golf clap. 
Well, it's so funny. We're talking about teaching voice, and I remember one of the first things my first vocal coach ever um, taught me. Like, I was singing with or without you by U2, and I, you know, Pittsburgh hang-up, I was singing with or without you. And she's like, no. With or without without-yens. With or without-yens. I can't live with or without-yens. But, no, kudos for... Well, pronouncing I, the that, word correctly. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> the only word I pronounce correctly here. So, uh, so you know, so th- 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 that'll this will all degenerate very quickly. I promise. Um, that's all so, you say. So um, we're going to go ahead and just, let's play. Let's play an artist. We're going to come. Up, we got a lot to talk about tonight. We've got this day in music. We got some birthday shout outs, and uh, we had a cool uh, interaction on Facebook this week regarding an article from Salon Magazine about millennials and why they hate Bruce Springsteen. Yes, yes. So I, this is very interesting, um, and a lot of people, a lot of different people weighed in. So uh, some friends of ours. So we want to talk about that here in a couple minutes. But I think we're going to get started with um, uh, the uh, uh, with Henry Chadwick. I interviewed Henry a little while ago. He's a very cool guy. Um, this is uh, his uh, latest single. It's called "All Right, Henry Chadwick" on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Henry Chadwick. Uh, it's a short little number, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, very brief, right to the mm-hmm. point. Very cool, uh, kind of uh, 
neo 70s sort of sound yeah right. uh, like kind of got the cool southern california kind of vibe uh henry is a great singer songwriter i got to talk to him he's a cool dude a lot of fun you can go to henrychadwick.net to check out everything that henry's got going on so tell me katie what are seriously like you know what are your what's your sort of like overall vibe on on the the boss Springsteen? <laughs> Just say it. It's all good because I mean everybody has varying opinions on it. I mean I'm not going to knock Bruce or especially his band. I mean they are some bad mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great players all around. Bruce is a really good songwriter. I mean I'm not going to doubt that. But I don't know. I mean. A couple of the, you know, a couple of his early albums in here, okay. I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to them. Okay. Um, I kind of got a little bit of a, it, I don't know. I mean, he's not Van Morrison. I always got the vibe that he, you know, wanted to be Van Morrison or like, you know, just that kind of real epic, really, you know, blue-eyed soul singer. And it just seems a little contrived to me. That's always the vibe I got with with Bruce and then... You know, in the 80s, the whole working class thing. I mean, I always thought it was kind of ironic that the dude became a freaking multimillionaire talking about being this blue-collar, you know, Jersey dude. I mean, like, come on. Who are you fooling? Um, (laughs) Well, let me... uh, I I don't think he's trying to be Van Morrison or Blue-Eyed Soul. I Mm -hmm. think that he's more of... I mean, because he was discovered by... um, John Hammond Sr., who also discovered Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. And and John Hammond was kind of looking for the next Dylan, uh-huh. okay, when he found Springsteen. And I, I think that you can draw some parallels. Yeah, uh, I'm be- thinking of just like the big epic songs. And, and that is, know. but that is the sort of difference mm-hmm. with, between Dylan and Springsteen is he was epic. And, and what a lot of people don't realize is that Springsteen actually came out of, he actually was doing kind of almost progressive type stuff very very early on Mm -hmm. um so he you know kind of morphed that into like a unique style when i when i was very very young when i first heard springsteen i thought i didn't like it um it was a little bit later on and you're gonna laugh because it's the exact opposite of you (laughs) it was really when born in the usa came out that i kind of went back and i listened to born to run and um, and those those older records, and I was like really um, floored. I just I thought I love the sort of the sort of visual uh, uh, um, stories, the, the pictures that he painted, and everything. Um, I think in terms of you know, oh, he's a you know multimillionaire guy, you know, writing about being a blue collar. I don't think he's he's writing about himself being a blue collar. Mm-hmm. I think he is writing as a character. That's just that's that's his. It's just like Bowie being Ziggy Stardust, <laughs> except Springsteen is this. You know, that's just his. That's his his character. Um, I think what happens with with Bruce is sometimes the two things get confused. Well, I mean, with Bowie being Ziggy Stardust, I mean, that's something that's completely out of this exactly. world and is never going to happen. Exactly, exactly. And and I think with somebody like Springsteen portraying this blue-collar thing, you kind of get a point where it gets confusing. Well, is he a blue-collar guy? Isn't he? Like, really? What's he doing? And I... Let me... To, to kind of fast-forward a little bit, I, I think that he has... Is in danger if he hasn't already become kind of a caricature of himself. Mm. Now, um, because he's kind of doing the same sort of persona, and I really wish he would shut up about politics. Like I think that <laughs> I think that him, Cheryl Crow, uh, Bono, Sting, 
are as bad as Ted Nugent, except they're liberals. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, they know just enough about politics to kind of like, you know, and then people that like rock will follow them without really paying attention or really thinking for themselves. I, I, I think that that's kind of weird. Um, and, uh, and I do, I, I get it. I get why people kind of like, and he does not have the young following that like a lot of bands who are older kind of do, like the Almond Brothers and the Grateful Dead brought in younger people, like mm-hmm. constantly. They were constantly bringing the next generation, the next generation, whereas Springsteen was, he, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a dwindling thing with his fan base. It is mostly older people. Mm. Um but you got we you have to put uh, born in the USA in time and place. I mean, it was impossible to ignore. Oh, I can I mean, it was like imagine. in 84 or 83 when that came out. That and Purple Rain came out came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. And those two records were like neck and neck for like a year, like, you know, they you know, if Springsteen didn't have the number one song, Prince did. And if Prince didn't have another one song, Springsteen did. They were like, you know, it was like the two biggest things that had ever happened. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, so there was this singer-songwriter, blue-collar kind of kind of vibe that kind of got... Oh, and how many other artists, you know, broke around that same time, too? Like, you know, trying to do the same thing. I mean, yeah. was it, you know, the Beaver Brown Band? And you had Southside Johnny. And even on a local level, we had Joe Grishaki. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and, and then in, uh, oh, just our neighbors there had... Uh, um, uh, my, uh, Michael Stanley band. Michael Stanley, yep. Uh, so, so that whole sort of vibe was kind. It was kind of a, a kind of a, a phenomenon. It was kind of like the Southern rock phenomena that happened you mm. know what i mean um so the latin craze of the late 90s yeah there was so there's that's <laughs> you know so that kind of came in that time and space um also you know born in the usa has a lot of references to vietnam and uh what a lot of people do, a lot of young people don't understand is vietnam was it kind of became of age in the 80s there was a lot of television shows on on the TV that uh, the characters their backstory was they had been in Vietnam and they were dealing with all this stuff so so it was a, there was it was kind of part of the zeitgeist mm-hmm. of, of the time um, does it hold up quite frankly you know if I was to go like I want to listen to a Springsteen album it would not be born in the USA right it would be born to run maybe the rising I think that was a cool record but um, uh, Nebraska do you like mm. that? You should. You would probably, see. I would think you would like Nebraska. I mean, it's okay. Like I said, I'm. I never would go out of my way to listen to Bruce. I mean, again, it's nothing against him. I can see why people like him. Yeah. It's just not my. Cup it doesn't. Of tea. It doesn't. It reach doesn't you. hit me. It doesn't reach. I you. mean, if I want to listen to a singer songwriter, I'm gonna listen to Dylan, or I'm gonna listen to. I mean, I'd rather listen to Steve Earle. I knew you were gonna say Steve Earle. I was thinking about Steve Earle today. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching. Uh, I got Amazon Prime, and I was watching. Uh, 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 True Blood, mm-hmm. and one of the episodes ends the Steve. They, they play Steve Earle song, but oh, which uh, song? I don't remember right <laughs> offhand. Uh, but uh, you know, so I'd like to thank the people that chimed in on our on our Facebook post. Jake uh, Workmeister, uh, Katie, uh, Sherry <laughs> Richards. You know, he she called Bruce Dad Rock. <laughs> That's pretty funny, um, you know. I mean, Dad Rock can encompass a lot of things, but yeah, I would throw Bruce in with Dad, with Rock, Dad although Rock. Although my dad hates Bruce too. Maybe that's where I got it from. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, you so know, I got my 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 nah on Bruce and my love of Steely Dan. When I was in high school, <laughs> I preferred before the born of the, before I got caught up in born of the thing. I actually preferred Bob Seger. Oh, I think Bob Seger's a better oh, vocalist. I, I, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, he was more. He's more soulful. More like soulful. More, yeah. He's more like a soulful artist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Michael uh, Goltz was like last I checked the uh, SHIT the millennials listen to doesn't even qualify as music. Thus, their opinion of the boss is ir- irrelevant. I, I I'm a millennial <laughs> and uh, come check out my my record collection. Well, we're going to talk about that in a second <laughs> because what I want people to understand about Katie Miss Katie Simone here. 
um, is Katie likes great music, and you like artists from that era. You like mm-hmm. a lot of seventies and eighties uh, and sixties, uh, you know, artists and stuff like that. So you're not, she, you know, she's not coming. You're not coming from a place of, you know, well, that's old and uh, you know what I mean. That, so you're not the typical millennial, my friend. I, I hate to tell you that. Uh, <laughs> Darn. Oh, uh, no, thank you. But uh, a- uh, Adam Thomas uh, ch- uh, chimed in, and he also posted the uh, uh, a uh, version of Thunder Road by the Counting Crows, which is very cool. I don't have time to play that right now. It's like epic. It's very long, but they mix their song Rain King with Thunder Road. And it, it's really cool. They, they, they really go together. Um, Rick Verana uh, chimed in with some good memories about Born to Run. You know, he really liked uh, Bruce during that period. And, and, and I, I would have to agree, you know. So um, <laughs> Jeff Mazzy, I've been so tired of him. <laughs> The first four records are the best. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff never is. Uh, Jeff is never at a loss for words. Yeah, he doesn't mince words. <laughs> She's got something to say. He just posted. So, thank you, Rick Verana, Adam Thomas, Michael Goltz, Sherry Richards, um, Jake uh, Workmeister. Jake has the best comment of all. Huh? Yeah. Huh? He's completely. <laughs> well, Jake's Jake's a sax player, right? He is. Well, he's probably loves Bruce because because of. Uh, Clarence Clemens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that's the most, one of the most iconic sax players in the world. And Clarence was a badass. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, there's no doubting that. Like I said, Bruce and his whole band, like I said, especially the band, I mean, yeah. bow down. And he's a 65-year-old guy who had a top, uh, had a, had actually had a number one song about five years ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, you know, you got to give and the he devil his death. he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's taking good care of himself. But in any <laughs> case, so, you know, if you guys want to get, you can go to salon.com and uh, just search uh, Bruce Springsteen. It'll come right up. But uh, that's the article. And if you want to, just follow us. If you follow us on Facebook, you get to be a part of this and you get to hear your name mentioned. <laughs> on the on the big radio. So, uh, but uh, thanks to everybody for chiming in on that. You can go to Salon Magazine, and we'll have the link in the notes. Um, we're just cr- cruising along here with um, this cool band. This little track called "Bored to Death." Uh, yeah, it's uh, Alex Vans, Bad Business by American. You know what? We're going to just go ahead and play a, uh, just one rocked out track. But this is their song, Velocity. Let me turn that down because it probably you probably can't even hear me talking. Uh, this is the this is the sort of uh, single. It's called Velocirapture. Not Velociraptor, <laughs> Velociraptor. Uh, Alex Vans, uh, by American, Volume 1 on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.
All right. <laughs> Good rock and roll from uh, Alex Vans uh, and Bad Business. Alex Vans, Bad Business. Uh, their album is uh, Buy American Volume 1, a little EP of uh, five little rock and roll songs I think you guys are going to really enjoy. And, uh, you know, I just want to say one more thing about our conversation about Bruce Springsteen. You know, I am, <laughs> I am typically... Uh, I'm one of those people that like a lot of stuff that like a lot of people think is cheesy or <laughs> crap. It's, it's, it's okay. I was listening to Kenny Loggins on my way home from a gig the other night, so not judging. <laughs> but I mean, I, I like movies and stuff that like a lot of people think suck and everything. Like, like uh, Ke- my, Kevin and I went to see um, the, the Independence Day sequel, you know, and everybody gave it terrible reviews. I liked it. So there you are. So take. So you might want to take my opinion on the grain of salt when it comes to stuff like that. So, anyways, um, let us let's let's get into a, some some cool stuff happened um, this day in music. Some cool stuff happened. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Cool, cool stuff happened uh, this day in music. Now, typically, I would be organized and I would have the thing right up in front of me, but. Well, uh, in your defense, you really don't have as many tabs open as you usually do, no, so that's, no. that's a start. It is a start, but like I have to have more, more tabs, more must. All of the tabs. Have more tabs. That was scary. Can yeah. you please never do that again? <laughs> oh come on, work. There you are. Search that biatch. There we are. Okay. Yes. Oh, this was a good day. Let me tell you why, Miss Katie Simone. This was such an awesome day. Tell me why. Let me t- tell me why. Ain't nothing but this is why. On this day in 1956, Elvis recorded Hound Dog at RCA Studios uh, in New York. Take 31 being the version they've released. 31 takes. <laughs> I would be done with that song by like the sixth take. I'd be like, no, I don't want to record this anymore. Um, you know, it was funny because um, I um, I was uh, I was talking to actually I was talking to Alex Vans this week, and uh, we were t- he was talking about this uh, video uh, series that they that they did, and they says the director like made them do like take after take mm-hmm. after take after take, and he said like he he likes he likes working with a producer like that in the studio who makes them do like vocal take after vocal take because mm-hmm. he knows that they're really it's going to be really slamming you know once you know it all comes together so sometimes that's what it takes but this day in '56, uh, uh, the king, not the boss. I mean, <laughs> get it right. Get it right. The boss. The Ba, uh, the King, re- released uh, uh, recorded Hound Dog. Now this day in '62, Jimi Hendrix was honorably discharged from the 101st Airborne. You want to take, another, you want to take one, Miss Katie Simone? Oh, um, let's see. Da, 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 da. How about how about we talk about the, the the this right here? Let's talk about this right here. Oh, that's what you're pointing out, okay. <laughs> now, we have, wait a minute. Strangers in the night, exchanging <laughs> All I remember is the, the Chevy Chase singing some version of this in Fletch with a bunch of dirty words. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, so we had the boss, the king, and now we've got the chairman of the board. The chairman of the board. Go ahead. 
1966, Frank Sinatra went to number one on the U.S. singles charts with Strangers in the Night. The song was taken from the film A Man Could Get Killed. Oh, oh my. Ooh, in 1969, Thunderclap Newman started a three-week run at number one on the U.K. singles chart with the Pete Townsend-produced track Something in the Air. You know, I think that is such a great song. I I, love I have song. to hear it. I forgot to put it in the... Um, uh, uh, in the, uh, I think it's one word. Thunderclap. You think it's one word? I, I forgot to put it in the uh, in the in my playlist here for today, but I love that. Yeah, song. isn't it such a cool song? It is a great song. There we are. Petty did a cool version of it too. Yeah, Tom Petty does a cool version of it. I think it was on. Um, I can't remember what album. I think it was actually it was like a an uh, exclusive track on his greatest hits. Now, was this a one-hit wonder? I think so. I don't think he had anything else that was ever anything very, um, you know, that did much of anything on the charts, at least. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I remember this song. It's in um, Almost Famous. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a cool song. Uh, uh, in this day in 69, working on tracks for Abbey Road, Al Paul McCartney recorded Her Majesty, then Paul, George, and Ringo recorded 15 takes of Golden Slumber's Carry That Weight. 15 takes. Again, with the epic takes. <laughs> uh, bassist Noel Redding and uh, drummer Mitch Mitchell quit the Jimi Hendrix experience. After completing a three-day Denver pop, set, uh, pop festival, Hendrix and drummer Mitch Mitchell uh, would later team with bassist Billy Cox uh, to film the short-lived uh, Gypsy Sun Rainbows. And I believe we have a Billy Cox um, thing here. Um I'm just jumping. I'm like a I'm like a Mex I'm like a Mexican jumping bean. Um, <laughs> but uh, I like this. Do you like this? I love this song. I love Buddy Miles. He's a good voice too. Oh yeah, yeah, great singer. Good stuff. I am a I'm a huge Buddy Miles fan. Um, I've got like maybe five or six of his records. Just I love his singing. I mean, great drummer, but more than anything, I love. Have his you singing. ever heard um, his version of um, uh, Dreams? Oh, yeah, it's the best version. Isn't and Molly it, Hatchet I, blatantly ripped it off. Yeah, like, no Molly Hatchet, take a seat. No Molly Hatchet, <laughs> take several. No. Also, <laughs> these guys got well. These off. guys were also did something this day. Oh, did they now? Oh, they did something. Oh, so what did they do? They did something so awesome. You're not even going to you're not even going to be able to stand <laughs> it when you see what it is. You're going to just go crazy out of your mind. I mean, anything they did was awesome yes. because one of the greatest bands ever. <laughs> 
I'm just like all over the place with my notes today. I have no idea where I am. Queen appeared at Surrey College, England. Uh, it was the group's first gig with a lineup of Freddie Mercury, Brian May, Roger Taylor, and John Deacon. So this was 1971. So this was the introduction of Queen. Also, something got introduced on this day. Sony introduced... The Walkman, yep, yes. in 1979, the first portable audio cassette player. Wow. Uh, on this day in 1980, Bob Weir and Mickey Hart from The Grateful Dead were arrested on suspicion of starting a riot at the San Diego Sports Arena after they tried to interfere with a drug bust. Shocker. Shocker. These guys, drugs, no. Man. Uh, Mickey uh, Heaton of The Clash was uh, reman- uh, remanded on bail, charged with stealing a bus. A bus stop. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, those you guys. Punks. Those punks. But I love this band, don't you? I do. Yeah, uh, one okay, of my favorite right, bands. Yeah. I love The Clash. All right, go Clash. One of my most prized possessions is I own a white label pressing of their first album. Really? Yep. Nice. 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 Michael Jackson became the first artist to have five number one singles from one album when Dirty Diana went to the top of the U.S. charts. The four other chart toppers from the LP Bad were the track I Just Can't Stop Loving You, The Way You Make Me Feel, and Man in the Mirror from 1988. A great album. Uh, In 1991, Axl Rose caused a riot to break out during a Guns N' Roses gig after leaping into the crowd to remove a camera from a fan at the River Point Amphitheater, Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> now let's he's start. just trying to get all of his unflattering pictures taken off yeah, the I internet. Know. Go Axel. You know what, though, man? You know, age happens. And yeah. and I think that he sounds good. And I've heard him his ACDC stuff. And I think, I'm sorry. I think he sounds great. No, I mean, he's he's doing he's doing it. He's killing it. He sounds better than he did a long time I, I agree with you. You know, I definitely agree with you. He's shaped uh, up. You want to, you, you know this song? Oh, Unchained Melody? Yeah. So in 2007, lyricist Hi Zaret, who wrote the words for the song Unchained Melody, he took it away from me. He died at his home in Westport, Connecticut, age 99. Wow. Wow. Jeez, man. We were just talking about age. So the song doesn't feature the word unchained, nor the word melody, might might I add. (laughs) It's been recorded over 300 times. Wow. What's your favorite version of Unchained Melody? Probably just the original. Do you the have, original? Yeah. The original I mean, obviously is amazing, but have you ever heard Hart do it? No, I have Hart not. recorded it. Um, it was, I think, in like the late 70s. And I mean, Ann Wilson just anything. She, she could sing the Itsy Bitsy Spider and it would be just, <laughs> it would be ridiculous. <laughs> uh, we have played, uh, when Kevin was with us, uh, we had played uh, her version of. Um, uh, the immigrant song. Yeah, that's that's that. You know, she does a great uh, version of that. Um, uh, we have a few, just a few birthday shout outs that just like to maybe hit real quick. Um, let's see. Let's let's just let's just let's just hit the. Uh, uh, oh, you know, uh, speaking of more Bruce Springsteen, if you can stand it, you know, Roy <laughs> Batan, who played yeah. uh, piano and organ and accordion with Springsteen's band was born on this day in 1949. But he also worked with Jackson Brown, Dire Straits, Peter Gabriel, and Meatloaf, mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks, and Bob Seger. Bob Seger. Bob Seger. I, it's Bob Seger. But Pittsburgh said, Bob Seger. Seger. Right. Can, can, can God do some Seger? Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Roy Batan from like somewhere near Pittsburgh, like Youngstown or something? He could like be. That? I thought so. He could be. He could be uh, one of them. One of them kind of guys. 
Uh oh. Oh my girl. <laughs> 1955, born on this day, Jerry Hall, U.S. model and actress, married Rolling Stones Mick Jagger in 1990. Now I thought I love that, Jerry Hall. <laughs> I know too. I think yeah, I think she was a very, uh, very She's nice so young cool. lady. Um, I thought that there was something else in the notes about Jerry Hall. Let me take a quick step back. Um, uh, maybe next week's. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! So who? Uh, oh man! Oh, uh, P- uh, Paul! Happy birthday to Paul Geary, uh, the drummer for Extreme. Um, and we just we just have a couple here. Uh, Ro- uh, uh, Rocky Gray, drummer for Evanescence, was born on this day. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. So that's pretty much it. Not too much going on to say. Let's. Uh, I want to. I want I do want to play one more artist. Uh, this is um, uh, Ed Roman. I, I, I've interviewed Ed twice. Ed's the first artist where I interviewed him on a record, and then his next record came out, and I got to interview him on his next record. So Sweet. his new record is is a is an anagram. You know what an anagram is? Um, it's isn't that when the letters stand for something? Well, it's when you reverse the letters oh. around and you create a different word. So his <laughs> how stupid that's that just, okay. That, you know, it's got something to do with the letters. God, change some letters <laughs> in there. But but his 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 name is Ed Roman. His album is called Red Omen. Clever, no. eh? No, we get out of time. Get out of time. Okay, that's this too is much. this is a great song. This is called I Am Love. Uh, Ed Roman on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Check this out. It's what you do. It's what you do. It's what you do. 
Irrepressible Ed Roman. Uh, Ed, if you really <laughs> you want to hear a very entertaining interview, uh, go back way back and listen to my first uh, interview with him. There's a new interview coming out with him soon. And uh, he is just like, he can talk <laughs> forever on any <laughs> subject. He's just, he's a, he's a very intelligent guy. He's got a lot of thoughts and a lot of opinions. He's like, got, again, he's got a great spirit. He's just a ball of freaking energy. Just a really <laughs> cool guy. So I want you guys to go check him out. That's um, let me give you his website real quick. That is, I believe it is Ed Roman. Yeah, edroman.net, Just like it sounds, Ed Roman. Uh, his new re- album is called Red Omen, and it's available everywhere. You can go check it out. Uh, it's a very diverse uh, uh, styles of music all over. A lot of stuff influenced by Jamaican music. He is uh, uh, partnered with um, one of the former members of the Whalers. Uh, to in a charity effort, they go around and it's like a traveling music school, nice. and they take they bring a bus and they bring guitars and they work with young people and yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he does some very cool stuff. He's they got like a, a lot of humanitarian stuff going on. He's a deeply spiritual guy, really fun, funny. Uh, just, 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 just a great spirit. So the world is a better place for Ed Roman. So check him out, edroman.net. Thank you, uh, Henry Chadwick, who opened us up. HenryChadwick.net, great singer songwriter, and um, our featured artist Alex Vans. You can go to Alex Vans Music, and uh, that album is really is by American Volume One. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a good rock and roll record. And make sure that you find their YouTube uh, channel, Bad Business. Uh, <laughs> you'll have a good time with that. Um, so, Katie, uh, it's Fourth of July weekend. What do you got going on? <laughs> oh man, well, I just got done with a two in a row gig with my '80s band, so I'm off tonight. This uh, is Saturday, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell. One day bleeds into another. I swear to God. Yeah, so I'm off tonight, but tomorrow I am with Dancing Queen at JB's Roadside Bar and Grill in Tarentum for a little pre-4th um, of July disco party. Sounds like it. Are you guys, are you doing anything, because uh, the Deutschtown Music Festival is coming up, are you Are you guys part doing anything with that? or? No, I, I'm not. I, I submitted my originals, and I guess they didn't like me. So. <sighs> well, we're going to have to have to give you, you have to give them a talking to. 
Yeah. Because because Super Monkey is it the is it we're playing Deutschland we're playing on the ninth we're playing at the <laughs> and this is an actual venue I thought somebody was lying to me when they told me the name of the venue it's the young the the young the dude the the young the young Republicans Club <laughs> that's what it's called the young Republicans shut Club. up no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's an actual. It's a. It was the Young Republicans Club, but somebody bought it and made it into a music venue. And us and the Dirty Charms and Brett Staggs and a the a bunch of those uh, a bunch of a bunch of us bands are going to be in there. So that's mm-hmm. that's on the night. So check that out. Find it if you want. Um, and uh, give go ahead and give your little pay, your website there where people can catch up with what you're doing. <laughs> it's uh, www.katiesimonemusic.com www.katiesimonemusic.com uh, uh, is our website for the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus uh, go there if you if you just give us your name and email address uh, uh, you're gonna you'll, you'll never miss an episode you'll get everything sent right to you and then you can pick and choose you know what artists interest you and which what don't so you don't have to keep checking back at the website you don't want to miss anything also you get access to a lot of bonus material and some of the stuff is real gold some of the stuff some of the bonus stuff is where the real crazy stuff happens on the podcast wait a minute you weren't like you didn't bug the uh, living room last week whenever I was drinking and just confessing all kinds of really messed up oh, stuff oh, right it's, it's all down it's all recorded Damn it. But uh, a lot of that stuff with some of these artists is where I get them to tell their crazy stories from the road and stuff. <laughs> so you don't. So you don't. You definitely don't want to miss that. Um, and if you if you really and, and I know you do. I mean, if if you're listening to this podcast, you aren't listening. You know. Y- you you know that this music isn't getting uh, promoted on corporate radio. I mean, it's you know. That's why you tune into the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus and you listen to other podcasters like us because, you know, there's a lot of great music out there and you want to hear it and you don't know where to find it, okay? So I encourage you to get involved with us uh, at supportindierock.com. Uh, you can go there. You can uh, help us out and help us spread the great, the good news about uh, this great music. And I would like to thank, uh, I've almost forgotten, my our very first Patreon uh patron uh jack rowell thank you so much for uh, uh getting uh um for for your support we really appreciate it and uh, jack joined and uh, we're just uh, just we're just absolutely delighted i was practically dancing in the streets uh when i when i saw that so thank you very much uh support indie ludini rock and roll circus.com and one more shout out to my sponsor positively pittsburgh live magazine pplmag.com and go Please go patronize these people. They've been uh, big supporters of the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus from the beginning. In fact, they wouldn't be doing a podcast if it wasn't for the owner of that site, uh, Joanne Quinn Smith, who kicked me in the butt for about a year until I actually said, okay, I'll do a podcast. Okay. Fine. Is what? that exactly how you say it? Stop freaking on me. Uh, you listen to Guys, thanks so much. Katie, any any parting shots? Um, yeah. Um, here's to uh, Oh wait, all the shots I know are inappropriate, so I'm not going to tell any of them. <laughs> Cheers, folks. Saloon. We'll see you on the next podcast.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.